Hey coach, Coach Sam here from Underdog Hoops. So in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing Coach Garrett and we'll take you through the whole podcast interview that I had a few months ago with him and we'll take a deep dive. I hope to see you guys at the end of the podcast. It's going to be a good one. Hey, Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. All right. So uh, this is going to start at six o'clock, correct? Yeah. So awesome. um, how are uh, things out there? It's kind of, you know, the world's kind of hectic right now. <laughs> oh, no, I completely agree. Completely agree. <laughs> I wish uh, I wish all this uh, Corona stuff was going away, to be honest. Yeah, it's kind of ruining everything around here, too. So Ruined. uh March Madness for me. That's my holiday. You know, <laughs> that's where uh, no, nothing outside my house exists. But, yeah. But anyway, cool. Uh, what is this? How long is this interview going to take, by any chance? Um, no more than like thirty minutes, probably. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, is your website? I, I looked at it, and uh, did you just start it, or how long? How long have you been into uh, this type of business? I guess you could say. So I've I started it like in October. So mm-hmm. it's it's fairly young still. So mm-hmm. but I'm getting some crowd around it, so it's good. It's going good, good right now. Good deal cuz uh I will I wouldn't mind sharing it on like social media and uh if you have any social media accounts after this uh if you'd send me those links or uh the usernames or, and or not usernames but just the names and I'll uh share them. Uh, especially oh, when you post the clips, so that'll help. Yeah, uh, help that out too. But uh, awesome, sounds good, cool. All, All right, right so ready? <laughs> oh, well, I'm ready whenever. Wait, is it oh, okay? Wait a second, is it uh? It's five o'clock my time. Oh, okay. But I, I can do it now. Okay, I so like on. I was just looking to get up on the uh, world clock, and I was like, oh, okay. Yep. It's five. It's okay. five o'clock my time. Okay, uh, sorry about that. No, no, I, I'm fine. I can do it now if you want to. Okay, cool. Just whatever you want to do. All right, so um, basically, I'll just ask you some questions, and you got you can kind of tell me how uh, you've done things or uh, that sort of thing. So right. um, basically, uh, tell the audience about yourself. Um, how, when, and where did you start coaching? Uh, and what role are you in right now? So uh, I'm Coach Garrett. I'm from uh, Kentucky. And I started my coaching career uh, pretty uh, pretty much. I didn't start my coaching career until I was about 21. And what I did was I did a lot of individual workouts. You know, nowadays, you know, everybody wants to coach. Okay, there's a lot of people who want to become coaches or just want to do some sort of uh, job to do with coaching. And so sometimes finding a job, especially in a uh, state that doesn't have a lot of uh, urban or not urban rural population, like cities and stuff, it can sometimes be kind of hard to find those jobs. And so, you know, what I did was I did a lot of individual workouts with players. I, I met coaches. I tried to participate in college camps and you know to build my resume and so eventually what I did was I got placed at a little tiny high school uh, for my uh, education I'm going to be a teacher Uh, 
and for secondary ed. And so I got placed at a school. And at that school, I decided, hey, you know, once I got comfortable with my teacher, my cooperating teacher, I asked if he was a basketball coach there for middle school. Hey, you know, you need, you need any help. You know, do you need any help? And once he told me, yeah, you know, I volunteered. Okay. Any type of volunteer work that'll help you build your resume. So then when you go out and you apply to those schools, okay, to become a coach, you know, that will help you in the long run. You know, you can't just kind of show up and, hey, you know, I know basketball. Okay, we'll prove it. You know, what, what have you done? And so that's kind of where I started out. That's when my coaching career actually legitimately took off. And I'm still very young. Uh, yeah. I'm only 24. And after that uh, assistant job, that volunteer work at that high school is at Fulton City Independent. Um, after I did that for about four or five months, I uh, applied to another job over at Marshall County, Kentucky. You know, uh, that's where uh, Zion Harmon's from, number 21 ranked. I think he's 21 or 24. He's in the top 25 and all that, somewhere in the 20s. Okay. Uh, he's, uh, I think he just committed to WKU, but uh, he's in the 2021 recruiting class. And so, you know, I uh, applied to the middle school in Marshall County, South Marshall Middle School, and I was the seventh grade coach originally. Uh, some things happened, and I was fortunately lucky that I uh, – Got the eighth grade position. And so as I'm going to school, you know, I, I started the second part of my degree. Uh, I was doing my second practicum, my extended practicum, where I'm also teaching for schooling. And yeah. so what I did was, okay, you know, I got placed. Luckily, Murray, I go to Murray State University. Sorry, I meant, I meant to mention that. Uh, where okay. John Morant's from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, anyway, so I got placed at Marshall County to teach. So that that was convenient for me and so not only my teaching but now I just got to drive down the road and okay begin practice but now I'm thinking in my head you know I've never been a head coach okay I've never been a head coach all I know is what I've studied what I've read what I uh, was taught in high school I went to high school Webster County Kentucky I played under a very very phenomenal uh, coach I think that a lot of people overlook him uh, his name is John Newton out of Webster County. But um, I learned a lot from him, you know. Um, and so how can I apply what I know, okay, what I know to uh, these kids that I'm, you know, they have no idea who I am, okay. You, I haven't had a head coach, like, sorry, head coaching job yet. So I don't have a lot of coaching experience. I have a lot of individual workout and skill development, not a lot of coaching experience. And so I made it my goal to read more videos, uh, I mean, read more books, watch more videos, uh, watch more college clips, and, uh, you know, just learn the game. And so a lot of people think that, hey, since you didn't play college basketball, you know, you know, do you even know how to play? Okay, they would, a lot of people, a lot of uh, businesses, I guess you could say schools, they would rather hire somebody that you know, has played college basketball. You know, I haven't, okay? Because yeah. to me, I look at basketball from a different perspective. And so that perspective is you don't have to play college basketball. You don't have to play in the NBA to coach at a college level. You don't have to. It's all about statistics. It's all about hard work. It's, it's all about the X's and O's. That's all about the relationships with your players, not what you did in the past, okay? And so yeah. – that is what I am doing differently from a lot of coaches today. And so there will be people that will be like, hey, you know, uh, Patrick Ewing, 
guy, Patrick Ewing. He's coaching, uh, I think it's at Connecticut. I think that's where he's at now. Uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, trying to uh, talk. I'm just criticizing, okay? he's. Done, I think he's done a phenomenal job here recently, to be yeah. honest. But there's those NBA coaches. They play – not NBA coaches. They played in the NBA, those players. Now they go straight to coaching right after their career is over with, all right? And let's be honest, how many successful uh, – how, how successful have they been at the college level? Yeah. Now that now that you just think about that, like, and I just let it sit. And I have a hard time thinking about of a couple. All right, but that's that's kind of the way I look at things. You know, you don't have to play in the NBA or college to be a good coach. You know, Greg Gard, perfect example. Perfect example. He's over at Wisconsin right now. Um, he he was an assistant coach. He didn't play in the NBA. He didn't play in the NBA. All he did was uh, he became an assistant, I think, at UW-Platteville in the early 90s. I think it was Platteville. And uh, he stayed in that Wisconsin area as an assistant coach, and he was under Bo Ryan for many years, 10, 15 years maybe. Uh, and he learned under Bo Ryan before he retired. Okay, He didn't play in the NBA, and yet he's, uh, he had Wisconsin ride an eight-game win streak through all that controversy, uh, all the controversy about a player leaving his team this year. You know, that's just, that just shows how good of a coach he is. Okay, and so that is how I take those examples, like Greg Gard, uh, and I apply them to myself. Okay, I read, I watch, I learn the game, and I try to teach these kids the best way I can. And that goes from terminology. Okay, terminology. Yeah, you know a pick and roll. All right, but what about the slip? Well, what's the slip? Well, let me show you. I know you've heard of the pick and pop and the pick and roll. Let's show you what a slip is. All right. Oh no! No one knows that yeah, anymore. No. It's like, oh my gosh! Yeah. And somebody, That's... a team that really does a great job with slips is Purdue. I was watching yeah. uh, Purdue play Tennessee and uh, Virginia. Yes, Virginia last year. Yeah, it was last year. And I actually watched some highlights. I actually get on YouTube and I watch highlights. I watch Matt Painter's. I watch a lot of college games just to kind of see. What do they do? What are the things that I could implement in my program? And so he has a lot of plays where uh, he sets double stagger screens. And one of those players that are setting those screens is a post player. And that post player is always open on the slip. And Carson Edwards would hit him two or three times a game. And the slip is always there, especially at the middle school level. Now, now where I'm at right now over at South, uh, some players transferred. Uh, some players transferred when I came in, a couple of eighth graders. And uh, I had about five or six eighth graders to work with and a lot of seventh graders. So I had a very young team at the middle school level for eighth grade wise. And so all I asked for them was hard work, determination, and pay attention. Okay? Pay Man. attention. I don't yeah. have the best skill developed eighth grade team. I didn't. I didn't. I knew we couldn't shoot very well. I had maybe one good shooter in the eighth grade level, maybe. And uh, and so now I had to think, what type of offense can I apply to these guys? Well, I have two or three that are good slashers. All right, so let's go dribble drive. All right, let, let's try to implement some uh, UK offense, some Calipari offense. And, you know, I try to fit – I try to pick an offense that best fits my team. 
And so I don't try to teach them what I want them to know. I try to teach them what I think is best for the team. And so a lot of horn sets, you know, I run a lot of horn sets from uh, Tom Izzo. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a, one of his plays, one of my go-to, you know, if I need a bucket, it's there. And it took me probably two weeks for the team to actually hit the open man. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It took a while. And so we watched film. Uh, I actually downloaded the band app and uh, I would post the film on there and I would make comments. Me too. That's, yeah, that, yep. Yeah. It's the easiest way it to do really, it. It really is. The band app is so easy. The only time I had trouble was with uh, downloading the videos of the film because they were so long. And so that did yeah. take a while. But I would post a lot of those film uh, on band for the uh, kids to see, the team to see, and their parents if they wanted to talk to their kids. Hey, look at this. Okay. And so I did that on band and that play. Uh, I call it Spartan, obviously, and ironically, Izzo calls it Spartan. And so uh, it's, a, it's just a little – it's in the horn set, and you pass it to one elbow. I learned this in high school as well, and the point guard screens the opposite elbow. Uh, and that guy on the elbow yeah, just curls yeah. off it, lay up, lay up. And so after running that a lot and a lot, after a couple of weeks, my team missed it so many times, and they would tell me, you know, at halftime, yeah, I know it was there. I just, you know, they just froze. And, they, and I get that, you know, first two weeks of the season, first two weeks of the season, new coach, new offense, you know, some of these players, this is their third coach in three years. And so, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's different. I get that. And so that is something that I've had to face, you know, early on when I started my eighth grade coaching career. I, now I did coach seventh and eighth grade. So I had a seventh grade before yeah. that. And so, uh, but all I asked for my team was, hey, you know, learn the offense, pay attention, and work hard. And one thing that I always get out of my players, and I even get comments from parents, faculty, friends that didn't expect me to uh, uh, leave this type of impact on my players, but I always get the best out of my players. Okay? You can have the best talented team ever. I don't care. Sure. Sure. You can be uh, 38 no Kentucky. 2015 sure but i am not gonna trade my team for yours for kentucky's players because i think my team can beat that kentucky team okay and so when you have that belief as a coach your players feed off that your players feed off that it's all it's all yes. trust it's, yep. you have to they have to trust you, you exactly have to trust them. it's all based on so, trust. and if your players see hey my coach believes in me Man, that I hear this a lot too. The sky is the limit. No, it's not. The sky yeah. is not the limit. You, we don't even know where the universe ends. So, a lot of times I'm thinking in my head, you know, I want to get to the college level. All right, well, the sky's not the limit. I'm not going to stop at middle school basketball. All right, I'm not trying to jump at no, different yeah. perspectives here. This is just kind of how I, how I view uh, basketball. I'm just kind of throwing everything at you, to be honest. I'm not going in any chron- chron- chronological order. Oh, yeah, it doesn't but, matter. Uh, that's just kind of how I see, you know, basketball as a coach. And so, you know, another a lot of other things that happened my first year coaching was a lot of logistics stuff, you know, aside from basketball. All right. I had to make sure my players were behaving in class. You know, I had to make sure they, they weren't in trouble in school. Uh, may, maybe there'd be times where a parent would call me, you know, you know, 
questions, especially at that middle school level. Why isn't my son playing? You know, that's a lot of things. A lot of, that's a lot of questions. Not a lot of questions. That is a question that a lot of coaches get asked. Hey, why is my son not playing? You know? And so I've had a lot of, I got a lot of experience from this last year, just from the logistics side of basketball, take the X's and O's out. All right. But all the other things, like the parents, you know, ordering uniforms, the shoes, fundraising, uh, making sure that the locker room is clean, you know, just stuff like that. Making sure my kids are are, yeah. are behaving. Uh, that's a lot of stuff that I had to face this year too. And so my eighth grade team, come Christmas time, uh, I'll be honest with you. I know what the record was. Okay, I'll tell record? you. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Uh, they were two and twelve. They, they yeah, were, they hey, that's, that's exactly how yeah. our team was. Man, it's, uh, to, uh, it, and it's like, what do we do? We can't do anything. It, 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 I'm sorry about that. It was, uh, it was rough. And so a lot of our issues, and I can't even count how many times we lost by five. The number five. The number yeah. five. If I could go through the book, the scoring book, <laughs> I would guarantee you that – 65% of the games where we lost, where we should have lost by 20, to be honest, have been by the number five points. I will, I will guarantee yeah. it. Uh, and I hate that number. <laughs> it made me hate that number. I'm not going to lie. Like I was looking for the score after the eighth grade game. All right, I won my seventh grade game. Okay. But to me, okay, yeah, seventh grade matters. All right. Seventh grade matters, but I want to win at the eighth grade level. All right. Yeah, I'm using seventh graders and eighth graders at eighth grade. I got a young team. But, you know, to me, I, I'm thinking in my head, I should still be winning. I should, I'm glad I'm competing, but I still, we got to find a way to win. And so uh, a lot of our biggest deal was breaking the press. You know, there was a lot of teams, and I'm not trying to get, the, I'm not trying to sound arrogant, all right? But I hate when teams press me 2-2-1. I hate it. Because to me, because mm-hmm. to me, I look at the 2-2-1 as, uh, this should be cake. But when I'm not able to break it because my players uh, don't follow the press breaker, they they let a two two one pressure them somehow, some way. <laughs> oh man, there's a guy five feet from me. Let's throw it over there. Intercepted layup. And so uh, I hate when teams press me two two one because I know I should be breaking it. I know I should be breaking yeah. it, breaking it. We practice it, we practice it. We, but when it when it happens in the game, you know, practice is different. Everybody knows that. When you practice plays and scenarios, it's different than the actual game. And so now when it comes to the game, can we run our stuff right? Well, it took us till that 2-12 and 12 mark to run our stuff right. And since then, a lot of teams were not able to press us. And so after that 2-12 and 12 mark, it was about Christmas. And uh, we after Christmas, it was I think early January, we uh, won nine of our last 11 games. And uh, we finally went on a roll, and I was honestly really proud. I, you know, not only was I getting that hard work and hustle, but they finally understood. I mean, it took them a while. <laughs> it took them a while, but that's okay. That yeah, is okay. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, I preached to them all year long. You know, yeah, you're 2-12. and 12, The record doesn't matter. The record doesn't matter. I said, all that matters is districts. As long yep. as they're improving, that's yep. that's yep. the step that we're taking get to you get you to, to the high school level. And, yeah. 
I mean, that's I see a lot of around my like the junior mm-hmm. highs around my area are less uh, devoted towards basketball, but you know you can and then there's other high schools of, like a few miles away from us that are like okay, like they're pushing out all these like stars and it's like okay, <laughs> we're we're where yeah. are they all come from? But you yeah. know, but uh, you know, it's it's really all about developing from you know junior high, like make them yep. good for high school, and then you know high schools yep. try to get them to college. But a lot of it's get smaller and, and smaller every I try time. To tell my eighth graders, okay, this year, and and I think this is why we kind of went on that run that we had. You know, we uh, ended up upsetting. I'm not gonna lie. I, there was one game we won by 20. I don't know how against the district team. Uh, and then they're at home. I don't know how it happened, but it did. You know, I'm glad it did. It was amazing. It was an amazing time. But our yeah. eighth grade night, we were playing a very good uh, team, very well balanced team, and uh, we were down 15. No, no, not 15. Uh, 10, 10, 10 with two minutes left. The game has been five to seven points the whole way there. And, uh, you know, I call a timeout, two minutes, you know. And I know it's eighth grade night. And I just tell my players, look, this is your last home game. Okay? And and I put – I had four eighth graders in and one seventh grader. And I told those eighth graders, I said, listen, this is your last home game, playing together as a team. And I looked at the seventh graders on the bench. This is the last time this team right here, this exact team, We'll play a home game in this gym. I get that it's eighth grade. This isn't high school. Cool. But this is the last time ever. You will not have no redos, no go back. I wish I could I wish I could have done this in the game. I wish I could have done this. What if this happened? You know, and ever since yeah. we came out of that huddle, I said, This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go in our one two two. We're gonna go in our one two two mad dog press. And I, I told my one of the most athletic guys that was on the ball, I said, I want you on the ball. I want your hands in his face. You know, don't, re- don't extend your arm over the line, but, you know, I want your hands up, and let's try to force some turnovers. We forced some turnovers. Uh, we made layups. I don't know. How, I went back and watched the film, and we made some sort of crap three that shouldn't have went in, but it went in. All right, it went in. Cool, awesome. <laughs> and so uh, and then we went to double overtime, and we won by three or four points. And yeah. – it wouldn't have been that if yeah. we didn't shoot. Uh, you, you're going to be amazed by this stat right here. Are you ready for this? Yep. 21 <laughs> of 43 from the free throw line. Oh, <laughs> oh really? that works. That's crazy. <laughs> 43 yeah. free throws in a game? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Now, when you coach, do you, now watch this. Now I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> now, when you coach. Uh, All right. Do you what type of stats do you keep up with? Now, do you are you middle school or high school? So, I am okay. high school awesome. JV. So, uh, basically, what stats I want to keep track of, um, you know, steals and assists. Eh, I could do without those, but yeah, you know, I'll keep track of them. Like I'll have someone keep track of them. Um, and but the main thing for me is rebounds and the opposing okay. offensive boards okay. that you give up. I keep track of those. Um, and 
that's just to show them, look how many second chance opportunities you give him them and look how many second chance. And I'll also say, okay, like they get the rebound, they, they go up and they score. So whatever they scored, I Mm kind of, I keep track of those points too. So I'm like, okay, you, they scored 15 points off of second chance. So you got to box out, you got to put an arm Mm -hmm. in their chest and box them out. And, but I do uh, keep track of like the, you know, the score, the free throws. um, And I try to, at the end of the season, put them all, compile them all together and make them into. Nice. Yeah. That's how uh, I normally do with my middle school team. I actually have a Google doc. One of the parents, you know, said, Hey, I'll make a Google doc for you. And all he did was he just asked me, just tell me what stats you want me to keep track of, track of. And I said, rebounds. And I said, turnovers. I said, turnovers. And I said, when when we make a turnover, just mark the turnover and that individual, whoever made the turnover. I don't want, because I can count the team after the game. I just want to know who made the turnover. Because the most, uh, especially with no shot clock, okay, especially with no shot clock, turnovers are to me one of the to me it's the most important stat for me okay i never have a lot of trouble with rebounding but rebounding is number two for me number one would be my turnovers and so the reason why i have why i want to know who made the turnover and my players hate me for this uh they know when i walk out there with that stat book i'm looking at the turnovers and so uh my seventh grade team, I did this for seventh and eighth grade. My seventeenth my seventh grade team, uh beginning of the season, after the first couple of games, they averaged about sixteen turnovers per game. My eighth grade team. Yeah. My eighth grade team. Uh the number was about twenty five. Twenty five turnovers a game. It was yes, it was bad. Oh my it was gosh. I had I had thirty five. I had a couple of thirties. I was I was I know what that feels like. And you know what I you know what we did? Because uh, I'm not the head coach, but I'll, I'm like mm-hmm. pretty and you're high assistant, on the so I'm assuming pole. you do a lot of the stats, uh, right? But I'm an assistant, so yeah. so I do a lot of the stats, or I'll do I'll like check the stats, like I'll pull the manager over and I'll look at the stat, and then I'll just give it back to him, and then like okay, you have he has like twelve turnovers. Yep, yep. Need to get him out of the game. <laughs> but uh, so I do do a lot of that um, where. I, you know, check the stat, make sure, uh, you know, I, I don't make any judgment call on pulling anyone out. I just, you know, I'll say, coach, this is. You'll make the suggestion. What the stats say, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're the. Uh, yeah. Uh, the goat. I guess you can say. So for me, I, as the as a head coach for the middle school team, I like to have a coach that my go to guy. You know what I mean? Like, hey, what do you think about this? What are you seeing that I'm not? Seeing? Yeah. Okay, or some guy or, or a coach that'll make exactly. suggestions for me or have suggestions. And so I feel like that is a critical, uh, to me, a critical position to have on a team. I didn't have that luxury as an eighth grade coach. I'm just going to be honest. I didn't have that luxury. And so uh, that was something I, I was, I kind of had to figure out. But uh, when I went to my turnovers, I would make my players run a suicide for every turnover. Yeah. Ooh. I, I'd do lines because that would be so like, you yeah. know, they'd go full length Ooh. and then, yep. It's like, okay, it's lines. 
<laughs> and then, you know, it. <laughs> we had so many troublemakers last year that I was just like, okay, we could do like lines every practice, basketball? you know. Both. Both, like outside of basketball and inside. That I was like, oh, uh, my gosh. Makes you. Uh, man, so I. It's relatively big. It's not the big. It's probably like okay, twenty five hundred kids. <laughs> to me, to me, to me, that is big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they uh, one of the drills that we worked on for turnovers was um, this drill. It's like he called it lions in the cage. So you'll put you put four people on the in the middle of the court. So four people, uh, volleyball line, if you have those. Yeah. And then, uh, there's, you did it with four people, but you could do it with five. So you'll have five people. You got to help. Uh, and you got to trap the ball. And so you make them, you make them put as much pressure and that helped us with the turnovers. It kind of helped us, uh-huh. like, get the turnovers down. I, I run that. So that's what I was – We did. And it, I, do, I do it with four on yeah. the volleyball, the volleyball box. And they have to trap no matter what. They have to trap no matter what. And if they yeah. don't trap, uh, then the, the team that doesn't trap, they just lose. And so the losing team uh, – it depends on what day it is, you know. Is, is it good a practice or bad practice? We'll, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> It's a bad practice. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My middle schoolers hate wall sits. And so I make them do wall sits. And then, yeah, so, so they'll do wall sits. <laughs> and yep. uh, then they'll come back. You know, I'll, I'll have a coach over there. They'll time them for a minute and or two minutes, however long it is. And so that's honestly, that helped us with uh, press. I didn't do pressure drill until about the third week into the uh, yeah. season. You know, I was trying to think, hey, what do I want? What kind of drills do I want to do? What drills can I do to help us uh, limit turnovers for eighth grade? My seventh grade wasn't a big issue, to be honest. They uh, ended the year with about 12 turnovers per game, and so on average. And so I thought that was pretty dang good. The best they did was seven in one game. Yeah. That's crazy. And so <laughs> that helped my eighth grade yeah. out a lot, that pressure drill. And so that's when we started breaking that, uh, you know, press. When teams try to press us, man-to-man, 2-2-1. Two, two, uh, I, I rarely got pressed 1-2-2. Two, two. It happened twice. And the first game of the year with my eighth grade team, that's where we had 25 turnovers in the first game. And we lost by a lot. You know, that team was a lot way athletic. You know, for, you know first game of the year, new coach, ner- you know, nervous. And I'm not going to lie, they were uh, pretty big. And so uh, they did a one-two-two full court yeah. on us, and we couldn't get past half court. You know, we lost by twenty-five, but luckily we played them again at our place. And uh, I, for, I, I'm telling you right now, the halftime score was fifteen to nine. <laughs> the second time we played, it was fifteen <laughs> to nine. We missed a lot of layups, and uh, but the matter of the fact is, we weren't down twenty at halftime, and we ended up losing by thirteen points. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, they broke away in the fourth quarter, and uh, but you know. No, I think it was like 17 points, actually. Yeah, it was 17 points. They, they broke away in the fourth quarter. and uh, But, you know, as a matter of the fact is they didn't press us anymore. You know, they tried to run that 1-2-2 two, two that they did the first game, the first time we played them. I was ready for it. You know, that, that's part of coaching. You know, you, you do the scout. I make the scouting reports. Once I played every team the first time, that second part, to me, 
And I told the team this, you know, the second time we, uh, we were to play these teams, uh, the preparation that is on me, the coaching. Okay. I feel like in order us for order, order for us to yeah. win, not only do you guys have to get better, but I have to do my part as the coach and prep. How are we to make the game plan? How are we going to play this team? And so I pressed them back. I pressed them one, two, two. I mixed it up a lot. My uh, yeah. seventh and eighth grade teams, uh, both of them, they know three, two, but I don't run a regular three, two. I run a lot of run and jump trap corners, three, two. It's a, it's, it's a different variant. A lot of teams say, yeah. Oh, it's a one, two, two. No, it's not. It's a 32. Quick call a one, two, two. The guy isn't all the way up at half. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, it was funny this year. Oh, we yeah, ran a one, one, three. And, and, and everyone was confused. Yeah, and we're, we're like, we're, sorry guys. We're, we're not going to tell you. I, I like <laughs> that was something that, uh, you know, I watched some high school teams play and, uh, I actually got confused because I went and watched my high school play this year a couple of times. And, they had one guy yeah. uh, pressing the ball full court, one guy at half court, and they had the other three back, all right, set up and look like a one one three. And so, yeah. but when they got back into half court and they got back into that two three, I was like, this looks like a two three match, but I'm not quite sure. And so, but also, it looks like a one one yeah. three, just really full court. <laughs> just really, really full court. But, uh, but Marshall County, yeah, so they, their high school team around the one one three. You know, uh, I don't see a lot of teams run yeah. the, that type of defense either. And so that that was something I thought about doing for middle school. No, uh, A lot of the teams, like in our district or the teams that usually – they know about my middle school, you know, South. They know about typically what South is known for. Uh, yeah. But they don't know who I am. And so I shocked a lot of teams by playing a one three one. I had the athletic talent uh, and the quickness – to play a one three one, and so I ran a one three one, went two two. I never did two two one. I never will ever, ever. Just know that never. Uh, and I never run two three. I'm not a fan of two three, except when I ran Kermit Davis's. I never did it in a game, but we practiced it. And it looked really good. Yeah, I, I almost used it for districts as like a surprise thing, but I decided not to. Uh, it's a one one. It's a one three one that morphs into a two three, and so. I had that yeah. talent to do that. And I was I wanted to run that zone against teams that can't shoot the ball very well, but also uh struggle with a little bit of pressure. And so that that's another defense that my team knows how to run. One, two, two, half court of court, you know, it just kind of depends. But I usually play a lot of man. It just depends on, you know, who I'm playing. But uh a one one three is oh, something yeah. that I'd like to run in the future. Uh so like on the one one three, I would usually have my the middle guy stay either just stay middle, and your the top okay, guys so just going back and forward. So unless unless uh-huh. unless you want to just tag them out, but I feel like if then you can get away with fast it. enough up top. You can and and also we had an injured player that was just trying to get through through the, so we put him just in the middle and he. would you know, he's his back was always hurt, so Man, like, okay, like injuries. that's the resting Oof, spot they're, they're for pretty tough. the they're middle. Pretty tricky as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's he's probably projected to do. Six foot. Hey, coach. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. 
So before we go back to it, we're going to be thanking our sponsors, and then we'll head right back and do it. So uh, stay tuned. Hey, Coach, do you take stats? Well, as a coach myself, I've taken plenty of stats. I've actually lost a few stat sheets that I've printed out. You know, they have them all over online, but they didn't have one that was all in one place. That's why I created the Underdog Hoops 30-game stat book. It comes full with 30 games of planning for your game and keeping stats of your game. Now, it's on Amazon right now for $9.99. Go pick it up and you won't regret it. Hey coach, have you ever struggled with putting together a practice plan? Well, I created the Underdog Hoops Coach's Guide to Success for you to be able to plan out your month, plan out your week, and also create practice plans. And there's 12 months of them. So go grab it. They're $9.99 on Amazon. It's really cheap. And it really helps to stay organized and practice and plan your practices. So go check it out. Hey, Coach, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. We are going to jump right back into the interview with Coach Garrett right now. But at least, or higher. Yeah, he's JV, or he was JV last year. I think he's going to be varsity next year. His brother's tall, too, so. Okay. His so, brother is okay. one year older. Now, than him, now how so. long have you been coaching? Yeah. So, I've been coaching five years. Uh, next year will be my sixth. And um, they, so I'm hoping to get a head coaching job mm-hmm. there in Boy. a few years, but we'll see. There's the. Well, maybe the JV coach might leave. It might be the freshman coach. Who knows? But uh, they, I, some or they, they've been talking about it. One of them wants to possibly go to his uh, uncle's school, and then the other one wants is just his kids are out of now. Do you high guys play a lot of prep school next year? So just curious. You know, I don't know. So no, we don't. Uh, typically we'll play uh, like the schools around us uh, mm-hmm. for like in tournaments and then as you know we'll play like three tournaments and then go into, straight into our league so we try to keep it close to us because uh, it's yeah you know the drive and you know and our gym is being renovated this year so it's like We've had one year where we don't have a gym, and then this is the second year of not having a gym. So it's like, okay, when yeah, we need to get a gym, but where are we going to get our gym? <laughs> so we've we've been practicing at like a local uh, basketball, like travel ball team place. So that's been good, but it's just not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not regulation size courts. Not uh, the amount of stuff that we do need to, you know, practice. And we're sharing four courts with six teams and for two hours. And 
Yeah, actually, seven seven to eight teams because it's volleyball too. Because mm-hmm. you have now, volleyball you at drills, the or y'all beginning playing? of the basketball season, and it's like. So we do drills, and then uh, like the first half, we'll do like some shooting uh-huh. drills. Uh, we call it the Duke drill, where you'll have three, all five people have a ball, and then two on the other side, and then three on. On the other side, uh, baseline. So three on baseline, uh, two on the other baseline, and it's mm-hmm. just a shooting drill. So you'll works on shooting, passing, stuff like that. So, and then uh, you gotcha. know one of them gets so away get up and then goes the other way again. So it's I feel like I feel like the uh, yeah. So the um, I feel like it'd be hard to concentrate with a lot of like those other teams there and i bet it's probably very loud yes yes i would assume yeah so i mean it it is very loud mm-hmm. especially when volleyball is there it's like oh my gosh it's so loud and you're like okay uh guys look over this way don't look at the um you know at uh, mm-hmm. volleyball just look over here pay attention it's hard to it's hard to also yeah. scream over that like the you know yeah, there's I, stuff that's happening. I that. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so you're gonna hopefully. Yeah. So a coach at your uh, high school, that'd be pretty. Uh, that'd be a pretty good uh, achievement for you. Uh, I hope you know maybe one day that I will eventually yeah. get to that college level. Uh, that's kind of where I want to go and where I want to be. Yeah. Do you have you ever heard of uh, Travis Ford? He coached. At Madisonville High School in Kentucky, then Oklahoma State. I think he went to another college before OK State. I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, and now he's at St. Louis University. Now, Madisonville is only 20 yeah. minutes from where I grew up. And so knowing that somebody from that area can do that, you know, why can't somebody else? You know, yeah. why can't somebody else? And so a lot of things exactly. that, you know, I face and, you know, maybe if you want to coach college one day, uh, people that who actually like know you, they'll be like, oh, you know, that's a dream. <laughs> you know, coaching basketball, college, you know, that's a dream, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's that sense of doubt. And so that develops that chip on my shoulder where, okay, well, you know, I'll just show you. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll just show you. Yeah, my so I have people that live in or I have mm-hmm. like aunts and uncles that live in Nebraska, so they know. Oh, yeah. um, Doug McDermott, Tra- <laughs> the yeah, it's like okay, and they have all these connections to you know people, and it's like Creighton is their place. Uh yeah. So they, you know, that's oh, I bet it's kind of cool to hear that, and you know, I've. I've met like um, the University of San Diego guy, San Diego State, Sam Scholl. He just—I think he just became okay. Uh, just the USD. So that's the—I think that's yeah, not San Diego State. Mm-hmm. I did have—I know a few people that have played there though. But uh, actually, one of them did go to high school um, where 
Yeah, so they went to high school okay. at Absaloma, or Absaloma. So that's where I coach. Um, they, he graduated, I think, I want to say a year before I got there. So, or a year before I got to um, high school there. So, but he played, you know, he's playing overseas right now. He was on the Jazz for a while. Uh, uh, JJ O'Brien. I don't know if you know that, but yeah. So he played on the Jazz. Uh, I think Which for is still like a good a accomplishment. Now he's overseas, I think. But you know, I. Nah, that's a great accomplishment. Yeah, honestly. yeah, exactly. Because there's a lot of people whose careers yeah. are cut short at high school. <laughs> so, you know, I, I look at people who go to the overseas <laughs> yeah. league. Uh, any any type of success after high school, I view that as a very great opportunity and achievement for that individual. And so, that yeah. that's kind of if I ever had kids, well, he's gonna be short. But he's not going to play college. I mean, I would hope one day, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, but I just know in the future that would be hard for a five foot nine guard. <laughs> yeah, you know, Spud Webb and those hey, guys. Hey, you never know. <laughs> Aaron, you never Harrison know. Twint was like six one. But, but I mean, Nate Robinson. That's yeah. One. Yeah, that's another. Nate one. Robinson. What about, uh, you got... Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> yeah, that's another one yeah. too. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the one that um, oh. five five. He played with the tallest Shoot. guy in the NBA. Yeah, oh, I'm Lord. blanking on his I name. I know who you're talking about. Um, was he on a yeah Space Jam? <laughs> wasn't he? Wasn't he? Wasn't he on Space Jam? I don't know. Yeah, pretty sure he was. Um, that little short point guard. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I I yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Them. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I mean, yeah, but okay. Yeah, that's what ten people. <laughs> ten, ten people, but uh, huh. yeah, that'd be a pretty uh amazing thing to so, happen if my five foot nine child ever does that. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Do you have any books uh, or movies that like basketball <laughs> movies that you like to mention to the audience? Let's see, movie wise, a lot of people probably say, uh, oh crap, Glory Road. And, uh, and so that's, you know, it's a really well, okay, I got that basketball one. movie. And to be honest, that is my favorite. I will say that. And the reason why is because, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, uh, I still play a little 2K. <laughs> Out of time when I when I have time, you know, I'll play a little 2K. Oh no, no I, I got a JoJo White card. I'll, you know I'll what? Play I too. want JoJo White just because <laughs> of you know Glory Road. <laughs> you know, uh, but the main reason yeah. why I really like that movie is because so I'm a social studies major, and so uh, I like that time period. You know, I like okay. the '60s, the Civil Rights Movement. All right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know how that you know, that time, how difficult that time period was for African-Americans and to see uh, that team beat teams like Iowa and Kansas and Kentucky. And to me, that is a setting stone to, oh, not setting stone, uh, that paved the way for what the game is today. 
you know, uh, we have, you know, African-Americans, you know, that, that was, I feel like that year was pivotal for, for uh, African-Americans. And so from a historical perspective, and so that is ultimately why I like that movie. And so I guess coach Carter would probably be a a hard, a tough, you know, probably second. Um, But according to, you know, books for books, I honestly am going to be a little biased here. Uh, I really, really liked Bo Ryan's swing offense, but that he, uh, he made, it's about $40. And so I really like the swing offense. You know, uh, the reason why I like it is because it creates, if you have yeah. the right, you know, players, of course, uh, it creates mismatch, uh, a lot of mismatches. And, you know, I've got a player who's in seventh grade. Uh, I talked to his dad last week. He told me he grew even more. I don't know how tall that is now. I'm pretty sure he said 6'5". Uh, but he was 6'3", 4", whatever it was. <laughs> and uh, he's one of my post players. And so in the swing offense, I feel like he would excel in that type of offense because a lot of middle school teams – I'm not even going to say a lot of middle school middle school yeah. teams. A lot of basketball teams switch. They switch on defense. You don't – Oh, yeah. No, I, I, can't... I, I cannot stand that. If my kids, See, if my kids switch, it depends I'm, that's on... not happening. Who I'm playing. If I'm playing a team that's very athletic, I'm going to try to chance it with man to man. I will have, and it depends on their size, of course, as well. Uh, I will do switches, but it also just, de- it, like I said, it depends. Like if I think my five guys can, you know, they're and their five guys are all guardable, then yeah, okay, I'll do switches. But I would much rather hedge. I would much rather hedge and defend that slip and roll, roll or slip yeah. and pop whatever, you know, option they decided to go with. Uh, I would rather do it that way because when you hedge, that puts a lot more pressure on uh, the person with the basketball. When they come off that screen, oh, man, there's a guy right there. You know, they can't go that way. That forces them to go back to backtrack. And so I would rather hedge personally. But yeah. I really liked Bo Ryan's book. I really thought it, he explained the, the swing offense very well. And so that's something I'd love to do in the future. Uh, maybe run a couple sets out of that. Um, but I've watched a couple DVDs. I like, lo- oh, and uh, when you get on uh, YouTube, okay, I try to watch, or not just YouTube, really anything, really. I try to watch uh, like coaches' clinics, okay? And because when you, when you watch the coaches' clinics yeah. that are available online to actually watch, you don't have to buy any of them, you can actually learn a lot. And so I can't I, – I, I can't remember his name on the top of my head. South Carolina's yeah. coach uh, for uh, South Carolina, the men's basketball coach. You know that Final Four run that they had a couple years ago? He taught yeah, yeah. a lot of uh, on the line, up the line. Man to yeah. man, full court press. On the line, up the line. Our team, yeah, my team mm-hmm. was not like we were not athletic enough to yep. do that. So we have to to say keep yep. them in front. So and, more of like a pack line. You know, we're containing. Defense. We're not going to let them go what, by. Uh, Bennett does over so, in Virginia. Uh, yeah, I've watched a couple of his videos. Uh, I've mm-hmm. my one two two is a little bit like uh, Jay Wright over at Nova. It just depend. It just depends on what how I want to run it. Like if I want to go to the Mad Dog okay. and have the guy all the way up on the inbound 
on the inbound pass and I'll do it that way. But if I want to go, I have a, I just call it gold. You know, the reason why I don't like to call out my defenses and numbers. I don't like to do that. I don't like to say 23. Okay. Two, three. Duh. Yeah. Everybody knows that. 32. <laughs> duh. Everybody knows that. Uh, 32 is the only number. Yeah, I probably yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I will try to just say whatever. Yeah. To be honest, I let my middle schoolers call it, call what they want to call it to help them remember. Because because that also establishes that relationship with your players. Like, yeah. hey, you know, sure. our coach is giving us, you know, an opinion, a voice. You know, he's letting us name these players. What do you guys want to name this play? Well, coach, we were like, okay, cool. This helps us. Remember. Okay, awesome. Hey, that's yep. that's another oh, thing yep. that Dan did good for. I just put the poll on there, and they're like, cool. Yeah, so so I put mm-hmm. the poll out there for Black Sox for pictures, and it was like Black Sox, White Sox, or blue or – yeah, blue. And they're like – most of them said, which mm-hmm. I was kind of shocked. So, so that's how you find Black out. Black Sox. So and you I was do like, that oh, for okay. – uh, I'm assuming – Well, just like to okay. make sure that they okay. yep, yep, yep. Okay. wear okay. that okay. sock. I gotcha. I the, gotcha. The socks to the pictures. Yeah, that's. Yeah, so that's I'd do that. You know, the poll will be open. See, for I didn't like know what band was. A few days and until they can answer. I want to say the thirdish you know. week of the season, second ish. No, week, I didn't. Yeah, I recorded the games, but I had no way to post uh, said app. And I needed to make sure that it was approved, you know, by the school. You know, I, I wanted the parents in there, you know, for supervision, stuff like that. You know, you know how it is. And so uh, get my assistants in there. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And that's what I did. I just posted all the film announcements, practice itineraries, whatever it was. And uh, it's been pretty dead since the season ended. <laughs> because, uh, um, well, we were supposed to start back up yeah. on the 16th of April. And that's not happening anytime soon. But, uh, yeah, it was. No, yeah. I'm wondering if summer will even happen because it's like, um, you know, we're supposed, we, the varsity team was supposed to do spring and then that got canceled. So, mm-hmm. and we haven't even had like a, you know, a banquet or whatever. Yep. So we haven't had a banquet. So we're like, I'm okay, what do we do? A, uh... Virtual banquet or ceremony. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, right now it's postponed, but you know, well, we'll yeah. see. I know, uh, but I, yeah, I don't even know if I will be at South next year. Uh, the reason is because you know I'm also looking for teaching, and so I've had to uh, obviously, you know, uh, yeah, I need uh, to, ha- I need to be able to teach, not just coach, and so that's something that I will be looking forward in the next couple of months of trying yeah. to find a job. I have a couple of interviews coming up. And so hopefully that'll go well. I'd love to stay, to be honest, this is how much I love my, uh, my middle schoolers. I would pass up a freshman junior varsity uh, head coaching position uh, and maybe even a graduate assistant position to stay at South because I really love my team. Uh, it's not, it's about the relationships that you yeah. establish at said program. It is really about – so I know mm-hmm. that – so I had a job opportunity at the school last – or this year, but um, just 
connections and you know i wasn't as familiar with the locker room people as another person was that i knew and he actually got the job because one of the soccer i don't know if it's one of the soccer because uh, he works with the soccer coach or he's one of their assistants so it's like you know yeah it'd be kind of cool to be at the same yeah. school and i'm like yeah, I want to be at the school that I coach and I want to be so like all those opportunities, uh, you know, to work, yep. I try to take or to to be at that school. I try to take them uh, and you know, stubborn, maybe that's really. a stubborn way of thinking take. about it. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know back to the movies uh the one that recently came out the way back that the, was actually filmed at the way a back school that i like i, I actually played in that gym yeah i don't know if you've heard yeah so it's it just came out okay like, i think so they released really it because uh, it was in like, theaters a while this ago is more than just basketball too like everyone knows remember yeah. titans as well or um. Oh, what's the other one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's more of a coaching movie than a basketball movie. I was kind of shocked, like when I saw. So it's it. It from a like, coach. So it's from well, a coach. Well, it's following the coach and not the team. Hmm. But it's, it's called the, the yeah, way back. From, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look that up then. So that sounds really interesting. Did you yeah. ever see the? Uh, on, it was on Netflix. Uh, I mean, it does. I think it was over in Utah or something, like, some school over in Utah, New Mexico, Arizona, some one of those Western states about a uh, Native American type school uh, and how they uh, they won a state championship. You know, okay. it's a school that is only, you know, Native Americans. And so it tells their story. And so I thought that was very unique. And so I can't remember the name of it. I watched it about two years ago. Uh, I don't know if it's on still on uh, Netflix, but that I just know yeah. I really enjoyed that movie. I, I just now thought about that to be honest. Uh, but that, that's another good scene. I, if I can remember the name, I tell you. But uh, it follows oh, the players yeah. and coaches and what life is like, you know, in that school before practices. How the players are feeling before, you know, uh, this said game or this tournament or districts region. Is it? Is it like a the what is it called? It's is it where the kid is playing? Um, like he moves out of his house, or no? That so he moves out of his house and he goes to um, it's like a basketball home and he goes to yes i think yes like yes, a yes, I school think so. but it yeah, ends I, up being yes, like I, a yes i think it's that yeah amateur yep i just want you to remember the title <laughs> okay okay yeah that, i think it's am- i think that's it actually amateur yep. something yeah, amateur okay yep yeah amateur yeah yeah so yeah i mean that's I mean, uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. I think I've seen so the that way, one. So the way back, that's something I need to I know I've seen the trailer for that's it. That's something so. I need to look at. Yeah. Yeah, it, 
I mean, it rated has R. a little more uh, cussing in it, so oh. and I think it's rated R. So, so. kind of like some Bob Knight moments, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, throwing, which, throwing the which chair is out crazy. There, throw the coin at a ref. Yeah, a little Man. bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I, you know, there's a few <laughs> things in there that's like, okay, I could uh-huh. maybe take that. <laughs> Take some of that, make it G. I you like know, it. <laughs> and make it G. <laughs> I tried to, uh, and I've gotten a lot better at it. Yeah. Uh, at first, I didn't want to coach middle school. I want to be honest, I wanted to go, I wanted to go straight to high school. That was just because, uh, and once again, I'm not trying yeah. to be arrogant. Uh, that was because my patience, my patience with middle schoolers wouldn't be, would be terrible compared to high yeah. schoolers. But after being around my middle schoolers and being around actually more middle because I started at Fulton City, uh, I learned to honestly, I learned to love coaching middle school basketball. You know, I've actually really enjoyed it. And so that's something that I'm never going to take for granted. You know, I'm I'm glad that I started at the middle school level because after yeah. I coached uh, some games at the eighth, seventh and eighth grade level, there were things that I'm not used to doing. Okay. Calling a timeout, drawing a play up real quick. Okay. I haven't, I haven't done a lot of that maybe during summer game, but it wasn't, it wasn't serious. Yeah. Okay. It was serious, but you know what I mean? Like the, like the, uh, the, the vibe. Okay. You're actually in season. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's, it's, it's more, relaxed. it's not as, yes. uh, not pressure. That, uh, uh, okay. This mounted. Has to work. Okay. Or, or we have to score. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. There's not as many people so to that please was in the audience. I wasn't to used to coming parents, in as a but, head coach yeah. this year, and so my so that's why I use my seventh grade for a lot. To be honest, okay, uh, I would actually I practiced being a coach. Okay, uh, there were times where I went. I was going to the Big Ten tournament in Chicago last year. Um, yeah. I'm a Wisconsin fan, by the way, so that's why I met my bias earlier with Bo Ryan. And Greg Gard, and so, and it's not just them. I can I can yeah, go on yeah. forever about coaches, <laughs> about other coaches and the reputations. Uh, but we were on our way to the Big Ten tournament. It was me and my uh, my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And she was driving, and <clears throat> all I was doing on that trip, and I kid you not, for about at least two hours, I was on a clipboard drawing stuff, just constantly just drawing stuff, and my girlfriend just thought I was crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what yeah. are you doing, Emily? Listen, listen. You know, uh, I'm trying to uh, draw plays up. See, hey, would this work? What if this happened? You know, I'm playing out scenarios. What does this look like? What does this defense look like? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's to me. That's part of going back to the study. And so, uh, there'll be times where if I watch something on on film or a coach's clinic video or some sort of play that some or even highlights of last year's NCAA tournament or seasons. If I'm watching college uh, teams, I will try to see if I can draw their plays up that I like. If there's a play that I really like, okay, let's see if I can draw that up. And me- that's how I memorize it. And so. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, like, I'll try to yes, tell my high school college. guys, don't watch the NBA, watch Nothing the, NBA. watch college. All right. And but and like, I, I, honestly, I was kind of curious if you were going to ask me, do you watch please. NBA? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I do, but it's just for entertainment. Like, I, I'll watch them play, or if it's a good game, like if there was a really good game going on, I will, you know, watch whatever part of that game, or I may watch it all. It just depends. But I do not watch the NBA season throughout the whole year, all whatever something games, because I look at the NBA as it looks like they're not trying, and it looks like that no one really cares. And so I was actually thinking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, well, that's why I want to coach. More college. effort. Some of the people have asked me, well, what about NBA? No, I don't want to go to the NBA. I, I would never want to go to the NBA to me. And once again, I am not, uh, no. you know, dogging other NBA coaches at that level uh, or coaching at that level. But uh, I don't see the point in having, you know, an NBA coach. I feel like they just make the substitutions. Okay. Uh, that's that's just the kind of way I look at it now. Yeah. Because I watched how John Beeline <laughs> coached this year in the NBA. Great college coach, great X's and O's. You know, he's used to, uh, to be honest, I feel like his players probably just didn't want to listen to him uh, at times or a lot of times. Uh, but he was a – he wasn't used to the NBA environment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I feel like he's a good college coach. Um, I, I would love – and I actually watched John Beeline a lot on film. Uh, and I honestly hated when Wisconsin played against him, especially during March. Uh, oh, Lord, I hate playing John Beeline late March. And I hate playing Izzo. I feel, like they, I feel like they always have their teams ready to go. And so, uh, but Beeline, not a good <laughs> NBA coach. Another one. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's and all the Kentucky fans out there, hope you hear this. John Calipari, not a good NBA coach. Okay, uh, not a good NBA coach. Um, then people, I mean, if I really want to step another level, I mean, I'll, I'll <laughs> no. talk about his college career. I mean, his college career, if you want. The what? Brad Stevens oh, did. Yes, Brad Stevens to me has done a phenomenal job. Brad from going Stevens, from Butler uh, to Celtics. Boston, and I'm so glad Boston got. Him. I, at first, I was hesitant. Yeah. Oh, we got a college coach. <laughs> You know, I don't know yet, but yeah, see what yeah, he has yeah. done. And so I've actually watched a couple <laughs> of his highlights and the plays that he draws up uh, to win games are pretty uh, pretty dang good. Yeah. I mean, I use – we use some of his stuff in, in our set. So it's, you know, it's really mm-hmm. – like there's no difference. And it's – he runs a very good team. Hey, I like so players. I can't argue yeah, with that. I, even Kobe if I'm like, okay. Up. And uh, yeah, I mean, when I, as I was growing up, and especially with the, yeah, uh, I mean, I death, obviously yeah. a couple months ago, when I saw that, my, you know, I was, I was at, I was with my girlfriend shopping for food, you know, grocery shopping. I got a text saying, "Hey, you know, Kobe died," and I, this was literally within like the minute it happened. Like as soon as he, like I'm talking, the article was pen, uh, uh, published a minute. And it was the first article. I forgot the uh, the like what the source was. Yeah, I just know it was insane. a source that you normally don't see. That not a big brand name source. And so when I looked it up, you know, I was like, man, I only seen this one article. I only see one article saying Kobe's. Yeah, yeah. But then once everything else started, you know, coming in, you know, all these other sources are starting to say Kobe's dead. That hit me hard. Okay, and I look at it because. This I'm always gonna I'm always gonna say this too. Yeah. Oh. When yeah. someone says LeBron's better than Kobe, no, never, never. Okay, cool. That's just my opinion. I know you can pull the stats up and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but 
it. I mean, he got inducted into the yes. Hall of Fame. So yes, yeah. but it's his work that's, ethic. That's a huge okay? accomplishment. You can, for him, you so. can uh, look up an yeah. interview on YouTube. This is a great, great. Yes. Uh, I guess you say motivational uh, perspective. Jay Williams. All right. Jay Williams was talking about uh, Kobe. He was talking about a time where they were going to play in the Staples Center, and he came in a couple hours early. Jay Williams to put up shots, and he saw Kobe in there. All right. He saw Kobe in there and Jay said that he did at least about an hour, hour, 15 minute workout. And when he was leaving, Kobe was still out there shooting that night. Kobe dropped, uh, I think he said 60 points, 50, 60 points or 40. I can't remember. That's some big number. I know it was over. I know it was over 40. <laughs> and so it was some insane number. And so uh, Jay Williams said he went back up to Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, hey, uh, you know, how are you not tired? You know, I, I showed up in that gym. Uh, I wasn't uh, after you, but I was in there for about an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, how are you not tired? And Kobe said, well, when you walked in, that's when I knew I had to outwork you. And so he left after Jay. So uh, he left about 30 minutes after Jay Williams left. And, and so <laughs> that is, that's kind of yeah. how, uh, I have been like, since I've been growing up, like I have to outwork other people, especially now. In order for me to get to college, I have to put in the work. It's not going to be handed to me. You know, I don't have a dad coaching college. I don't have a dad coaching high school. I don't have a dad, mom. It doesn't have to be a dad. It can be a mom. Uh, I don't have family uh, relatives coaching no, at a yeah, high level. Same. So I have to do everything myself. Okay. I have to go out of my way to try to impress college coaches to let me become a graduate assistant or just be on their staff or just a volunteer. Okay. I have to build my resume for schools to want to hire me okay yeah. and so that's what i've done i volunteered maybe not at big name schools but i've still done it it just takes that it just takes that one job and south took that gamble the, it doesn't matter yeah and uh yeah i'm be honest a parent was an eighth grade coach okay a parent and so uh i was a little ticked about i know how parents are okay you know, I know how parents coaching any type of team is. <laughs> they either know or they don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The The guy that I work with right now, I mean, he was the hardest on his kid. He didn't care. Like, his kids, you know, he's slacking off or not doing so that's it. He's like, get on the line. You're running. Could you coach your, oh, and then sorry, don't yeah, stop there. You can person. walk home. In the rain. Yeah. I think if if there was another assistant that, you know, was another parent mm-hmm. and I trusted that, yeah. I, I don't know if I could, though. I really don't know. I, I would See, probably I'd, try. I'd do the whole, uh, okay, you want to go outside? And then and if you, I could you know, do, do it. Workouts. You want to go to the gym? I'll do that. Yeah. You know, I'll do that. But – I don't think I, I would ever want to coach yeah, yeah, yeah. my son at really any sport that's like actual, like, like being serious, uh, you know, for high school. I don't think I could. And the reason why is because I feel like my son, yeah. and this all just depends. This is just speculations, of course. Uh, I just feel like my son would maybe feel pressured. Okay. Maybe he wouldn't yeah, have yeah. fun. Maybe you know, we're constantly seeing each other every single day, you know, because we live together. You're my son. 
you know, we do a lot of things together. Maybe, maybe he needs that time to, you know, if I'm not yeah, coaching, yeah. he makes, he makes sell more. I can sit there and be a trainer for him and be, you know, a leader, I mean, guide, help guide him. But, you know, it all just depends. Maybe my son would love for me to coach, you know, play for me. Cool. Awesome. But, you know, it all just depends. Kids are difficult or different. <laughs> you know, it really just depends. And so, uh, I don't know. If I ever come across that yeah, bridge, yeah. I'll just play it by ear. But, anyway, that's uh, – yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I asked the, do you, asked the do you have any questions, questions uh, from top of my head. So I don't think I have any at this moment, but I really appreciate this opportunity to talk with you too. You know, I thought this was a really good yeah. opportunity. All right. Yeah. Hey. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I, I appreciate it too. Um, so I will send you an email uh, right after this mm-hmm. and – I have, uh, I've actually made two books, like a scrapbook and a practice kind of plan book for your season. So I do, uh, I put them on Amazon, but I'll send them to you because you uh, interviewed. So, uh, yeah, so I can, Cool. yeah, so it's, um, yeah, I'll just email you and we'll figure all that out right now. Uh, But yeah, it's. I appreciate the interview. It's it was a pleasure to, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate listening to people that know a lot about mm-hmm. basketball and a lot about coaching, and it's cool. It helps me learn. It help, helps uh, other people learn, learn a lot from you as well. And that's I all I can thought, ask uh, for. It's like, and this is initially why I wanted to do the interview was because you know this is something I've never done before, and so getting the opportunity to and I think. Uh, I think when I looked up your yeah. website, uh, this is before the interview, uh, you were from California. I'm uh, pretty sure that's where the website said. And so uh, I was thinking, you know, this would be honestly yeah. kind of cool to talk to somebody, you know, across the, where I'm from, you know, way, you know, far away, you know, maybe even uh, learn a couple of things. And so uh, I'm, I'm glad yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, I just thought this was a great opportunity. Anytime to talk basketball, you know, <laughs> it'd be great. It's a great time. So I really appreciate the the opportunity. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you. I'll email you yep. in a Have few minutes and we'll, uh, Hey coach, coach Sam here. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. I hope you go give it a five-star review. I hope you give my YouTube channel a subscribe and you can hit the bell notification to be notified every time I post a video and we will see you guys on the next podcast.